This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the very best media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country, and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount, so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now, on with the show. Largest podcast made for real estate agents and also by real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today on the show is we have our monthly series called the Monday Market Minute with Carrie McCormick from the Carrie McCormick Real Estate Group here in Chicago at at Properties. Carrie is a top one percent producer in Chicago with over twenty years of experience helping buyers, sellers, and investors. In fact, in the past 12 months, out of 44,000 real estate agents in the Chicagoland area, Carrie's ranked in the top 15 in production, not 15%, the top 15 out of all 44,000 agents. She's a true superstar and an expert in everything from first-time home buyers, veteran investors, and luxury properties. She also works with a lot of developers, like the place I just moved into, that was one of Carrie's uh, relationships, and she is often chosen to represent these high-end developments. Please visit Carrie at her website, which is carriemccormickre.com, and also follow her on Instagram at Carrie McCormick Real Estate. Carrie, once again, welcome to the show. Thanks as always. I love being here. I'm glad that our market's keeping up with uh, with everything that's going on in the world. So it's been very busy here in Chicago and all the listeners, I'm sure it's busy in your market as well. I, I, we, we hear from listeners every day and, and everyone's just saying how, how active the market is. And there's a lot of frustrated people yep. representing buyers and a lot of really happy people representing sellers, right? So, so there's, there's just a lot going on and, but very exciting times. Rates are still low and a lot of people want to want to buy, and I guess not as many people want to sell. But uh, the, but we're still seeing a lot of selling activity. Yeah, so we all are seeing and saying the same thing. And one tool that I use quite a bit for those that are here in Chicago is the Chicago Association of Realtors. I'm going to put it on my screen for those that are listening or viewing. Um, the Chicago Association of Realtors puts out a a form called Fast Stats, which is very useful and helpful of just kind of gauging the market from a data standpoint for those who've got data-driven clients. Um, And just reading this report of what they just put out, and again, we all are feeling the low inventory um, push right now, and it's creating a lot of stress and frustration on the buyers right now. And we just have to remind our clients who are buyers, everyone's in the same boat. It's not just them. we're seeing our buyers having to submit multiple offers on multiple proper, I should say multiple offers, but we're we're submitting offers on multiple properties. And, you know, it's taking a little bit of time to get something under contract just because there's so many buyers right now. And in addition, there's so much cash in the market, which is unbelievable. So we're seeing a ton of cash buyers. um, And for those who need financing or have financing, We've got to be very creative in structuring their their offer. Um, one 
um, one that I saw that was really cute. I mean, everyone's kind of going to the extreme when you're a buyer is, you know, what can you offer the seller? Of course, price is always going to be number one. But then there's some also there's other creative things, of course, taking the house as is, you know, maybe doing an inspection, but telling Mr. and Mrs. Seller, we're not going to be asking you for anything. So, again, taking the home as is um, waiving mortgage or appraisal contingency is another big thing that we're seeing. Um, I've seen some extremes as uh, as far as paying the seller's last year tax bill, uh, paying wow. moving fees paying closing cost fees for the seller, um, paying to clean their house when they move out. I mean, there's all these scenarios. And as I see offers come in and, you know, making a chart of, you know, what offer number one is giving you, what offer number two is giving you, what offer number three is giving you and so on. And I'm constantly creating these columns of like what these buyers are willing to give. And some of them are getting even very personal. Um, one interesting one that I saw recently was a video you know you know a lot of sure. people write letters to the sellers explaining who they are and you know what their situation is which is great but now we're starting to see video testimonials or video letters to the sellers there was one where the girl started crying you know she's saying to the sellers i just we just got married i just had my first baby we sold our house we have nowhere to go you know we're presenting you this offer over asking price we're taking it as is we're doing this for you you know a b and c you know we hope that you select us and then tears <laughs> you know so it's like there's you know stuff that i've never 20 years in this in this market i've not seen you know, stuff like that happen. And it's just, it's getting created, creative, but it also is very frustrating for the buyers that are out there. So I, I have a question that that's, I'm so glad we're talking about this. So, you know, you were mentioned all these creative ways that buyers can stand out. And instead of just doing credits um, to be able to say, hey, we will take the house as is, you know, we'll, we'll pay moving costs or closing costs or taxes or, you know, cleaning. And how as a a buyer's representative, a buyer's agent, how do you, how is, how, what, how do you think the best way to communicate that to the listing agent is to sort of stand out? Do you, is that a phone call where you say, Hey, we have a bunch of creative ways that we, we really want to stand out in this, or do you just put it on the actual offer itself? Or what, what would you recommend to really make sure that the listing agent sees all these cool things that you want to offer? Yeah. I think you've got to cover all of your bases. I think you, one, you definitely have to put it in the offer. Um, maybe it's an addendum to the offer because everything needs to be in writing, right? You know, it can't be just me saying that we're going to be doing X, Y, and Z. You want it definitely to be in the offer in writing. So as that's presented to the seller, they do receive it. So I do three things. One, it goes in the offer for sure. It goes on an addendum and it's signed by the buyers. So again, it's part of the offer package. Number two, when I submit the offer to the seller side, I create sort of a cover letter, if you will, which it's, you know, think about the old resume days when you're sitting sure. you know, for a job. Um, it's kind of giving a summary, a quick summary of the offer. I'm a bullet point kind of gal. So I like just to do a quick bullet points of what we're offering and some, you know, some of the extras. And then I follow up with the phone call. I think, you know, communication is absolutely key. People like to do business with people that they like. It's important in 
our industry, you know, to have these relationships. And that's why it's important for, you know, people like myself that, that have been in the market for a long time. And we've got these good reputations and relationships with other brokers. We know, you know, how the deal is going to go. So there's a lot involved in it right now, but you just have to remain professional, put your best foot forward and obviously hope for the best. So question. So as a, as a listing agent, how um, often I, cause you, the, the whole idea of a cover letter is such a great idea. I'm curious as somebody who's, who's been doing this quite a long time and also doing it right now, when you have listings, how often do you get those sort of bullet point cover letters? I, I don't, I'm curious how common that is. Um, not that often. I have to say, I mean, that's just something it's really kind of stemmed from you know, just me trying to be organized and doing a summary and just how my brain operates. So I kind of invented that for myself. Um, but when I see offers come over from other brokers, you know, everyone operates very differently, right? You sure. know, nothing's right or nothing's wrong. It just, again, it's a very preference. But what I find too, is that some brokers will give, you know, a little summary of the offer, but it's really just, you know, price closing date and I don't know, financing or something like that. But I, you still have to go through the offer. And then I find, you know, oh, wait a second, it's contingent on the sale of their home. Oh, wait a second, they want a warranty. Oh, wait a second, you know, yeah. it's like the broker doesn't list all kind of the negatives. And their summary, they only list the positives. Um, you know, so I do think is just, again, putting a, get a nice cover letter together really just helps streamline and make the process a little bit more easy. And that's what everyone's looking for. Yeah, it's such an awesome, it's such an amazing idea. I, I, I don't know um, why we've never, I've never had this conversation on the show before. Um, but what a smart idea to list out all of the here's what we're offering. Here are the challenges we have. And putting them in a bullet point format is so great because looking through a, a contract or looking through an offer, uh, you know, contract, it is, it's, it's frustrating. It, it, nothing, it, none of it's organized. It's all over the place. It's written in legalese. And of course the listing agent's going to have to double check everything in there. But if you can list everything out on that, on that front page, I know just from an organizational perspective, visually, it's so much easier just to see. I mean, it seems like a small thing, but I think for listing agents that are dealing with all of these multiple offers, Boy, that would make uh, that would make a buyer's offer stand out a bit. And I'll give you another little tip that I came up with, and um, I think it's important for a seller to understand the strength of the buyer. And you know, of course, all buyers are writing these love. Well, I call them the love letter to the seller. Yeah. But and it's great to hear again the buyer's story of you know who they are and where they live and what their plans are and how much they love the house but everyone's doing that. Everyone's facilitating these incredible love letters. And it's, it's really, to me, it's kind of lost its purpose to some degree. Yeah. So what I've added on to the love letter is, you know, again, it's the nice things about the home, but the, the end of it is what's truly important is the team behind this buyer. The team consists of the real estate broker, so I say like this buyer has, is working with me, of course, and has a broker of 20, 21 years. I've navigated all the ups and downs. I know how to have a smooth transaction. In addition, we've got this lender. Lender X has X, you know, years of experience. This is our pre-approval letter. They, you know, I've got a relationship with the lender. You know, you can be ensured that, you know, we're going to have a smooth process and, 
then we've got the attorney, you know, here's an introduction to our attorney. So I've created this little team atmosphere, if you will, to say to the seller, listen, we're all connected in this side. We're a team here with this buyer. We will get it across the finish line. We're all just not meeting for the first time. This is, again, a team effort. So I've included that in my offers as well. Again, I don't know if some sellers appreciate that or not, but the truth of the matter is we're in a challenging environment with appraisals and you know quick closes and high tensions and frustrations. It's really important to have an incredible team to help navigate the process. Yeah, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't be as comfortable working with an attorney who wasn't specifically a real estate attorney right now, right? And right. I wouldn't want to work with a mortgage lender who I didn't know personally and who didn't have quite a bit of experience because right, you're, you're right, right now it is a high stress time uh, to get things closed. And also I wouldn't, I don't know that if I had a choice of, you know, if if two offers were identical in price and terms and one broker has 20 years experience and another has two, well, you know, I, my buyer might select the one who, or, or my seller might select the one who has 20 years because they do have that experience. So um, I think that's a really strong point. Highlight your strengths right now. And, and also, yeah, and, and I think also just giving the uh, listing agent some comfort that you will get this over the finish line is, is really, really important. And um, yeah, it'll stand out. I think you're right about the love letters. I know there's even some controversy around love letters where maybe some people, some firms say, oh, maybe that's not even a good idea because it might violate fair housing. And there's, uh, you know, personally, I don't, I don't know that it's that big of a deal, but it is, it is something that everyone's doing. And so if you want to stand apart, love letters don't even really make you stand that much apart anymore. Yeah. Um, but, um, but videos are, are such a great idea and, and just highlighting everything that you as the agent can do for that, for that seller, I think, uh, and the listing agent is, is really the most important thing. Um, so I had a quick uh, thought about Mother's Day, which mm -hmm. was just uh, obviously this, this, well, two weekends ago. And was it two weeks? Yeah, two weekends ago. Um, things are moving so fast. I forgot when Mother's Day was. So anyway, I, was, I did a tip. Uh, I do a little TikTok and, and Instagram thing where I do a little 15 second tip. And so prior to Mother's Day, I did this tip, uh, but it didn't get published correctly. So the tip actually didn't happen until like late on Sunday on Mother's Day, which was, I was telling realtors how to sell, how to celebrate Mother's Day with, for their clients. And I realized my tip didn't, didn't really go out in time for anyone to take action on it. Uh, so I thought about it and I, and I thought, well, you know, who are the most unappreciated members of society? Well, I mean, that, that's a debatable topic, but certainly mothers are up there at some capacity. Mothers are oftentimes not paid for all the work they do. And it's a full-time job and it's, we all know how difficult it is. Um, and so I was thinking, well, okay, I had to send this Mother's Day tip out late Mother's Day night. P people were really going to be taking action on it. So I made a video the next day that said, hey, just because it's the day after Mother's Day doesn't mean you still can't send everyone, you know, a happy belated Mother's Day, you know, um, because you were probably, you know, our listeners were probably celebrating if, if they're lucky enough to still have a, their mother around, probably celebrating with their mother or, or maybe their wife or, or anyone, you know, in their life who, who's a mother. But so we we're probably busy on that Sunday anyway. But what if we had a second Mother's Day? 
right? And you know, there's never a, never a bad idea. There's never a, a bad reason to have another celebration of how important mothers are. And so I was thinking as a realtor, if you missed Mother's Day and if you didn't send out an email or text or you know, tell all your clients who are moms or, or whether they have children or pets, I think really doesn't matter, but doing something to sort of honor them as mothers, um, you can do it again. You could have a second Mother's Day and it, it could be a week later. It doesn't have to be uh, you know, six months from now, but I think it would be fun to reach out to everyone and say, Hey, I'm, you know, moms only get one mother's day a year. I know it was a few weeks ago. I'm having another mother's day and I'm going to maybe drop by a little second mother's day gift, or I'm going to just whatever. It, it doesn't even have to be a gift, but something like that, have a second mother's day, uh, and do something for your, your mom clients. Cause they really should be celebrated more than once a month, once a year anyway. Um, and so I was just thinking that was a cute little idea. If you missed mother's day and you feel like, Oh crap, now I have to wait all the way till next April to do this again or, or may um you know now you can do something a week from now so and it's unexpected and people will be really excited and flattered it's cute i like it awesome well for everyone by the way who is listening who is in the well it really whether wherever you are in the country as a, a realtor if you have clients that are moving to Chicago, uh, Carrie would love to speak with them. Carrie works with clients of, of all uh, types, and she has been doing this for a long time, and she is very well respected. Um, but also for anyone out there who is looking for a realtor um, and looking to work with Carrie, she represents all, all over Chicago and has vast knowledge of, of all the different neighborhoods and suburbs. Um, but Carrie, what, what's the best way that either a realtor could reach out to you to team up or to send some referrals? your way or any one of our listeners who might be looking for a new agent? How should they reach out? Yeah, thank you. I, anyone that knows me knows I work 24 seven. I'm uh, very much a phone gal. So please call me at 312-961-4612. Or of course, if you want to email, I'm Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E at atproperties.com. And we should also mention that you take a look at Carrie's website. I've always um, recommend to our audience to, if you're going to put a website together as a, you know, online calling card or online business card, uh, it really should look cool. Um, and, and I know that not everyone's aesthetic tastes are the same, but I really like Carrie's website. So take a look, CarrieMcCormickRE.com and also for another look at her aesthetic, take a look at her Instagram account. She is widely considered as having one of the most effective real estate Instagram accounts in Chicago. And it's Carrie McCormick Real Estate. And she is constantly putting great content on there. Um, and she does it all herself too, which is even more amazing where a lot of people, you know, simply just hire firms to do it. She does it herself and she does an exceptional job of it. And she has a huge following there. So take a look, Carrie McCormick Real Estate on Instagram. Uh, Carrie, thank you once again for being on the show. Uh, all these years, Carrie's been coming on and we are so grateful to have her because her insight into how to navigate this kind of market is so valuable uh, to our audience. Um, so on behalf of Carrie and myself, we want to thank the audience for continuing to support and watch and listen to our show. Please tell a friend, think of one other agent that could benefit from listening to our, our podcast and send them a link. 
over to our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com. Again, keepingitrealpod.com, or just have them pull up a podcast app. We're on all the major streaming platforms and podcast apps and search for Keeping It Real and hit the subscribe button. That'll help us keep creating new episodes. Uh, and on behalf of the listeners and myself, we want to thank Carrie for taking time out of her incredibly busy day uh, to help our audience learn more about how to become a better realtor. So Carrie, thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you. All right. We'll see you next month.